Welcome back to Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the best from the world of CrossFit. Podcasts, news, special interest, health, fitness. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Hit the notifier so you're the first to know when we have new episodes. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. everybody. Thanks for joining the Clydesdale Media Podcast. My name is Kat Shear. I'm your host. And today we have the esteemed pleasure of meeting with one Dave Hardy. Um, this is part of our MFC warm-up. And Dave, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah. How are you doing? Oh, doing good. Trying to get a little fitness yeah. in before uh, Fort Wayne comes around. Before so. the big show. Where are you uh, situated? I live in South Carolina. Beaufort, South oh. Carolina. So but below uh, south of Charleston, a little north of Savannah, along the water. Got it. Okay. So you are like in a coastal town. Did the hurricane affect you at all? It came through. We had a lot of rain and wind on Friday, but it was it missed us and was weak enough before it got here. So no big deal. Gotcha. Perfect. Um, did you work out today? Nope. Today's a rest day. Have a, uh, we, are the, we have an event down here called Fittest of the Coast, and it's being broadcast from our gym tomorrow, so I get to do the workout as part of the announcement tomorrow. So resting on a Wednesday, which feels weird, but anyway. Right? Oh, maybe that's why we uh, we were able to fit you in here, too, because most of our interviews seems like it happens on Thursday, because that's like the International Day of Rest. International <laughs> Rest Day, exactly. For everybody, unless you're a gym owner or something. What do you do for a living? Uh, I'm an executive recruiter. So uh, okay. companies hire my firm and me to find a CEO or a head of sales or marketing or CFO, those kinds of roles. Nice. It's always interesting to me to hear, you know, how these master's athletes, you guys are so talented and have, you know, all this fitness, but you sort of are able to manage life <laughs> in, in addition to your training. How do you sort of find that balance? Well, um, Luckily, my job is, number one, can be quite virtual. That's why we moved to South Carolina six years ago from New York. Um, so I can be virtual and it's pretty flexible. So, you know, if I shut down from five to eight to be at the gym and then I go back online at eight, uh, you know, it, it works pretty well. Oh, that's great. And where do you train typically? Uh, CrossFit Humidity here in, in Beaufort. <laughs> that's a great we need the humidity because uh, misery was taken. So... Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, so no. Dave, what age group are you in? Uh, I will be 65 in January. So right now I'm in the 60, 64 age group. Okay. And then for the open season, the CrossFit season next year, will you be 65. in the 65 plus? 65 plus. Nice. Yeah. So the that's sort of, yeah. Explain to folks that don't quite understand um, the benefit of that uh, as you, as we get into these older age groups being the yeah. youngest. Yeah, exactly. Well, a year makes a difference when you get old like us. So uh, like me. So um, the, the age groups are every five years, 55, 59, 60, 64. It used to be 60 plus. Now they've added a 65 plus category. So when, when I went to the games, it was in the 60 plus. Now it's going to be in 60. Now the next division is 65 plus, And it is magic being the young guy in the old divisions, because once you've been there a few years, unless you're a you know, a Dave Hippensteel or a Will Powell or somebody like that, it's hard to make it after you the first year or two. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Lots of lots of leeway there in between those age groups. Yeah, I'm 49, so I'm at that tail end of You're looking forward to turn my it. my age group. I am waiting to hit that next milestone to be, well, you know, the young and again. Right? Yeah. yeah. It, it does. Only in CrossFit. We want to get older. 
it makes you look forward to it. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, your athletic background or sort of how you found CrossFit? I know, you know, most people that we follow, you know, mainstream in CrossFit are in their 20s and their 30s. You know, they found it maybe as teenagers or young adults. I started when I was 40. Um, I can imagine that, you know, it hasn't been around long enough for you to have started when you were 40, I don't think. No. Um, no. So tell us how that evolved. I started when I was 55. Um, so my, my uh, you know, if I had an athletic background, it was more in the running triathlon kind of world. Although my last triathlon was in 1985. So uh, it's been a long time now. Yeah. Uh, I've got, oh, let's do the math. Were you even born then? Yeah, I was born in 70. Okay. So I was, yeah. So anyway, I, I have an endurance running and biking kind of background, uh, but always interested in fitness. And along the way, had done every different version of P90X that existed multiple times, knew all the jokes without even watching the video, um, mm -hmm. and was doing boot camps. Uh, I, was, I was participating in boot camp type fitness when my wife said, hey, Dave, there's a CrossFit gym opening up near us. Why don't we go give that a try? And I had always wanted to, and we did nine years ago, fell in love with it, and off we go from there. So that was 20, 2013. What, 2013. 2013. Was 2013 your first open? No, I joined I started CrossFit in May, so 2014 was the first open. Okay. And and did you participate like right oh, away? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, my first uh, competition was the Open, and then I started doing some local-type competitions that same year. When did you sort of realize, as a, besides it just being sort of a method of exercise, where you thought you were going to be competitive? Well, I always kept, felt like uh, CrossFit was that magic combination of the, the camaraderie and the competition. So I always loved competing with myself or the other guys in the gym. Uh, I guess it was that summer of 2014 when I said, hey, let me try a competition, see if it's fun. It was. And so then I started looking for every place that had a 55 plus division because that was kind of as old as master's competitions got at the time. Started doing all of those and then, uh, you know, said, well, it wouldn't be cool when I get to 60 to try to, you know, make it on a bigger stage. So that was, yeah. that was it. And what kind of uh, training did that take and sort of, you know, difference between just being your everyday athlete and then putting that goal out there of the CrossFit games, right? Very yeah. got to be very different. Yeah. It's uh, you know, so when I turned 60, I guess when I was 59 and going into 60, I started doing uh, comp train the, you know, the master's program. So stepping out of classes and not just doing classes, but doing dedicated, you know, longer, training there with comp train at the time came close my first year as a 60 year old um but missed by a couple of spots and that's when i started working with a one-on-one -on -one coach cj de palma who was absolutely magic in the following year so mm -hmm. when i made it it was 60 i was 61 uh but but cj you know helped me come back from a rotator cuff surgery programmed it perfectly and uh he was the reason that i made it to madison what were uh, what were some of the holes in your in your game prior to that? Oh, I still have holes. <laughs> um, <laughs> anything heavy oh, is all is a hole for me. Yeah, we all do. Um, look, I, I'm at my best in um, long body weight aerobic stuff. I mean, okay. uh, you know, nobody's gonna outrun me. Nobody's gonna out rope climb me. But when it comes to a barbell, lots of people are gonna beat me. So that's the big mm -hmm. hole for me. 
and probably always will be. I'm, I'm, I will always be an old skinny guy. <laughs> I don't know about that. Talk, uh, talk to us a little bit about your journey to the games that, that first time you qualified, because that was a little bit of a roller coaster for you, wasn't it? Oh, it absolutely was. Um, yeah. So uh, when the master's qualifier, I guess we call it the age group qualifier was done, I was sitting in, I don't know, 14th, 16th place or something. And they only took 10 that year. That was the year they went to 10. And this so, is 2019? Uh, in 2019. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so I was like, well, shoot, uh, you know, we'd be high-fiving everybody if the year before I had been 16th, but now I'm 16th and that doesn't get you anything. Um, so I said, well, I'll go to the Granite Games and went to the Granite Games, had a ton of fun. That was my first kind of big competition, made a lot of friends. I still have. Um, did you, you went to, did you go to the after party? Um, yeah. At the bar? Yes. Where, like, so I think that's where we first met. Exactly. Um, Mark Peters, yeah. who's a friend of mine, yes. um, who's a local coach here in Wilmington, introduced me to all you guys because I was judging at the 2019 Granite Games. And I, uh, I got to, I got to sort of know and, all you guys. And Mark's still a good buddy. Uh, yeah, yeah. we're going to see him in a couple weeks, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so I went to the Granite Games, had a lot of fun, was, was able to win it. Um, and and at and, that point, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but at that point, you're figuring your season's over. Oh, right? it was so over. You're, oh, you're, yeah. you, you didn't qualify for the game, so this is sort of like your op, your games for yes. the year. You're going to just go hard. You won that in your division, the Granite Games. So you sort of can take a breath and sort of now take a yeah. break, right? Yeah. Not not train for anything, just relax. Well, the, the very next day when I got home, I called up CJ, uh, my coach, and we had a discussion of thanks very much. It was great working with you, but you know that's it. There's no reason for me to keep doing this. And so uh, it was two days later that Wednesday that same week, I got an email from CrossFit saying, "Hey, you've qualified. You're in." The the what had happened along the way is uh, a lot of people got penalized for ring muscle ups and not mm -hmm. locking them out before you start, and that had moved me up to 11th place. And I didn't know this, but it had moved me up to 11th place. And then there was a guy, I think his name is Don Brown, who uh, decided not to go. And so all of a sudden I am the 10th place qualifier. And so I got this email and I called up my coach and said, hey, CJ, just got this email saying I'm in the games. He says, are you sure it's legit? <laughs> <laughs> that was his vote of confidence in me is, are, are you, you sure you were sure? Yeah. Who sent so, you that? <laughs> so it was a roller coaster in, in the uh went went in the scope of a week from this is the end of the season to a lot of fun at the granite games to now it's over to all of a sudden we're back to getting ready for medicine. Yeah. How prepared did you feel for that for that? For Madison? Yeah. Uh we had a number we had several months. I guess it was May that um sure. that, that we got the notification in May, June, early June. So I had two months. To, to get ready. So I, I felt good about medicine. Really good. Mm -hmm. And that was the year that they had um, like national champions and yeah. a ton of stuff going on. Um, what was that kind of like to represent your country, you know, on the field on that big stage? Uh, it was a magical week. I mean, it was uh, people talk about the 2019 games like, Oh shoot, that's the year they had everybody there. Well, in masters, they had 10 per division. It was, you know, very selective. It was a great group. Uh, it was so much fun. And that um, ceremony, the opening ceremony where we all walked out onto the field, 
was just just magical. Uh, I, I still I think it's my profile picture on the, the game site or something because I you know I, I loved the pictures of that so much. It was so much yeah. fun. Yeah. So so talk us through then sort of the progression of your career since then in terms of CrossFit. You've done MFC a few times now, right? Yeah. At least once. Both, both years. So okay. uh, 2020. So 2020, of course, was the pandemic year. Uh, I was um, I was not going to make the games. Um, I missed it by a few. But, you know, of course, they then canceled Masters at the game. So there were there were no nobody made it, but I didn't qualify. And mm -hmm. so uh, when the Masters Fitness Collective Championship was announced, I was like, oh, this is cool. Uh, number one, there's nothing going on this year because of the pandemic. These guys are putting something new out there. They've got, there's the picture that. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. If I ever run for Senate, that's my campaign picture. Um, <laughs> so there was the, uh, the, you know, when the, when the event was announced, I was like, all in. This, this sounds great. I had visited Fort Wayne once. 30 years ago in my career and, you know, was not, that wasn't the reason I went, but it turned out to be a lot of fun and a great city and a great competition. So I went in 20, went again in 21 and now going, coming back in 22 in, in a team this year. Oh, fun. Okay. So you're doing teams. So yeah, they've expanded um, the divisions to include teams of two Yep. and um, they're doing what, uh, like decade divisions, right? Like, uh, we have yeah, 60 plus for, yes, plus. I think it is. Okay. I think it is decades. So as soon as Eamon added the 60 plus, uh, I signed up right away. I managed to convince uh, Will Powell to be my, my partner. So, uh, so I, you know, the most important decision is the one of you, when you pick your partner. So. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, any other off season stuff you've been, you've been dabbling in? Uh, back to the Granite Games this year, uh, okay. which was a much scaled down, thing but a lot of fun to be there as part of a semifinal um then we've got you know regional events here as i mentioned fittest of the coast which is for the coast of south carolina although the, now they mm -hmm. go to the fittest of south carolina so the state competition it's just um you know t taking part in as many as i can that have the you know the right age groups yeah are you doing legends have you ever done legends no um i have never. This is the first year I did the qualifier because it mm -hmm. was always right after the uh, Master Fitness Collective, and I, for one reason or another, was never able to do it. Right. Um, this year did it. Didn't make it. Looking forward to next year because I, uh, you know, it's uh, I won't turn sixty-five until after this year's event. But it's it. it's uh, it's, it's going to be a great one. Yeah, that was a that was a tough qualifier, and I think they they didn't have very many um, open. No. spots right no. um i i actually coach an athlete who's 60 to 65 he went to legends last year it was um a funny story we started working together right like a week before the legends qualifiers for 2021 came out and as an exercise i said hey let's just do these yeah. qualifiers and see you know see where your holes are i had never watched him you know do any crossfit before so i thought mm. it was a good opportunity yeah. for us to sort of get to know each other and darn it if he didn't qualify <laughs> And we went and we went to San Diego and he competed and I think he ended up top 10. So that was really a cool experience for him. And he totally got bitten by the bug, you Sweet. know, the competition bug, loved the environment, all the people and everything else. So um, he also did not qualify for um, for Legends this year, but he'll be at MFC as an individual. So you'll get nice. to meet him. Who, who's that? His name's Paul Palmer. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Look forward to meeting him. Um, yeah. Legends this year being in Cookville. Uh, I think it 
my 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 understanding is many more people tried to qualify because it's right. at mayhem and nation was was uh tightened because it was mayhem they just don't have the space so right 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 tough tough one to get through yeah well hopefully next year you'll get some exposure there as well because this it's a good competition um so what do you know about the workout so far for mfc uh, well, I'm, I'm aware of the four that have been announced. Um, okay. uh, excited about some, not as excited about others. Uh, we, I, I'm trusting that Eamon will introduce a little more gymnastics on the team side in the ones that are still to come, because so far I think all we really have is toes to bar in one event in terms of gymnastics. But Yeah, and so it's I don't want to speak too much about it, because as you know, I'm the head judge and one of the event directors, so... I don't, I don't know exactly which ones have been released and which ones haven't. So I'm going to just not say anything. Okay. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to, you know, say too much. Um, but I think you'll be, I think you'll be pleased. I am excited uh, you know, about the running one because that's, uh, yeah. that's, you know, my wheelhouse. So yeah, we'll that's going to be a that. fun one. That's a, I'm not sure what the team one is, but I know for individual, it's like a three mile run. I think you guys do two miles. We do uh, a do mile and meters. A mile, a mile and a half, half basically. It's 800 meters without a weight, a mile with the weight, 800. And partner one, 800 meters. Partner two, a mile with the weight. Partner one, a mile with the weight. And then partner two, I guess it is. Two, yeah, whoever does yeah. the other one. Good. Yeah. And how do you feel about the swim? I know we uh, haven't like announced the swim. Like, we're not going to swim. The oh, teams are not going right. to swim. Yeah, I always loved that at uh, – in Fort Wayne is the swim event. And this year we, we're not in it. So. Yeah. Darn it. Um, they're at a new venue too, which is like a larger pool. I think last year we were like in two different locations, which made it a little squirrely yep. um, for everybody, but well, there's always next year. Cause you'll be in that, you'll be in that new division and you'll definitely yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. be vying for it. That's cool. What do you like best about um, competing as a master's athlete? Um. Well, number one, I like competing. Number two, I like it's always stretching us to keep skills up and develop new skills that we don't have. Um, and then it's really, it's a lot of it has to do with the people at the event. I mean, so many, you mentioned Mark Peters, so getting to know people like him at events it was, is just amazing. And somehow it's very different at the national events like MFCC than it is at a local throwdown. At a local throwdown, you just don't get spend much time together. Whereas, you know, with the corrals and the warm up area and everything else, you really get to know people and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I know um, Scott and I both observe when we've been to masters only competitions, there's just a different vibe. It feels oh, yeah, a, little, a little more relaxed um, and everybody's really just tight. Like the men and women in their, you know, in their age group, there's just, we always do like the group picture at the end, yeah. you know, with everybody and it's just, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. It's a nice, yeah. it's a really cool vibe to be around for sure. Good. So what do you got going on leading up to this? You're doing a little deload? Um, not not I, until maybe next week, week I, after? Yes, I, I'm not sure what we're, probably not doing a big deload. I mean, it's, uh, you know, a couple of days off before the event starts. Uh, I've got a couple of, uh, three people from my gym are coming up. They've never done a national event like this. So uh, Corey and Kelly and Jim are, going to be participating and uh so we're all kind of looking at the workouts together and it's all exciting go leading up to that and then i, I got to plan some dinners in fort wayne for all of us so it's uh it's a lot of fun definitely are you guys staying near the venue oh yeah right across the street. absolutely right across right across the street, yeah. good setup 
That's awesome. We are going to have, um, we're actually going to have CJ Martin and uh, Eamon on Friday at 1230 to do another live chat to sort of give us, give everybody sort of a preview of, you know, folks that aren't familiar with the competition and yeah. just garner a little press for it so that people watch the live stream and, and uh, tune in. So that should be great. Um, co-host Scott here has a question about um, how you train consistently without getting nagging injuries that us old people tend to get. Uh, yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> and I'd like to say I've never had any injuries, but um, uh, I will tell you that when, when I had my rotator cuff surgery, I asked the surgeon, is this because of CrossFit or is this because I'm old? And he said, look, I'm going to do 15 of these surgeries today and you're the only one who does CrossFit. So it's because you're old. Um, I, I think a lot of it, you know, it's trite, but listening to your body, knowing how to manage the amount of volume that's you know sufficient for what you need to do, but not so much that it leads to energy is crucial. As I said, my coach, uh, he, he acts, he's a PT, um, doctor of physical therapy. And so I think he manages that pretty well for me. And uh, it's a lot of warm up. I mean, people laugh at me how long it takes me to warm up, but that's crucial to uh, avoiding injury too. Yeah. I need to work on that. I, I warm up about two minutes these days for, <laughs> for workouts. It's going to catch up to me eventually for sure. Um, CJ De Palma too. He's with Watt Prep, right? Yes. He's the head coach. Of one -on -one coaching yeah. I, I met them at MFC back in 2020. They were there. Um, yeah. Terrific folks. Jay and Ben. Yeah. They're nice guys for sure. Yeah. So I've kind of gone um, back and forth. I was, you know, working with, with CJ one-on-one -on -one and then, just doing class stuff and adding to it and then coming back to CJ because right now I've got arthritis in this shoulder and we're trying to work to see if I can get the, you know, the overhead mobility that I need. So. Is that the non-surgical shoulder? It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do they clean up that when they do rotator cuff surgery? Can you, can they like clean up arthritis uh, when they're in there? I, I had this shoulder worked on right after the 2021 is that right? Anyway, right after Master Fitness Collective, uh, I did have this shoulder, the, the arthritic one, worked on and cleaned up. Oh, you did? Okay. But unfortunately, once they take out the pieces, if there's no cartilage there, there's no cartilage there. So it's right, right. bone and bone. Do you do any um, – oh, so I guess it's like a joint thing. So really, yeah. like dry needling is not going to help or cupping or anything like that. It's just no. a little bit of ibuprofen and uh, <laughs> prayers. A lot, a lot of ibuprofen and beers, yeah. <laughs> I said prayers, not beers. Oh, okay, no beers. <laughs> Either one. Prayers too, but beers work. Right. Um, Scott wants to know too, how many days do you go 100%? Like what is your, are you like three days on, one day off? You pretty much. I train five days. So I take Thursdays and Sundays off. Uh, you know, going all out, you know, all out is, you know, once or twice a week. You know, certainly there are challenging Metcons, but uh, the conditioning work tends to be, you know, so I have kind of an intensity scale in my head. And if eight is a class and 10 is live competition, I probably am only going to eight or nine twice a week and, okay. and almost never to, to 10 during yeah, the week. Unless you have to. Yeah. Right. Um, with regard to training also, um, are there things that as, someone of your age. And again, like we're, I consider us to be all the same age. Um, <laughs> I'm a master's athlete myself. Um, are there things that you just won't do in training that, you know, will come up in competition, but that you just don't bother sort of 
doing or training just because of either the risk or the wear and tear and things like that, sure. that you know you can turn on game day, but you really don't need to sort of go hard well, on those in, in practice. A I'll answer a slightly different question first, which is okay. there are things I know I would be more successful if I did, but they, in my mind, increase the risk of injuries, such as butterfly pull-ups. So I know how to do butterfly pull-ups. I don't do them, never do them, even in competition, it, uh, just because of the strain on the shoulders for me. Okay. Um, uh, other things that I just don't do in training, pistols, for example. And, you know, if pistols come up, fine. I'm, you know, I know how to do them and they'll be fine. But as a matter of course, I just don't train pistols, for example. Mm -hmm. is, is there a reason for that? They're just because they're uncomfortable or they, they don't they, seem super dangerous necessarily? People or is it just... tell me they're tough on, on old people's knees. I okay. My knees are good, so I don't worry about that so much, but I also don't want to tempt it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, I don't do a lot of box jumping Boom. or jump rope. I mean, I'm, I can... I can do dubs anytime I need to, but I just, my feet take a beating anymore these days, like with box jumps and things. So I will, I will oftentimes just step up. I know in a competition, there's not going to be more than like 50 box jumps. And I know I can do them if I have to, yeah. um, but I just don't like to train those at all. And then training on the rings. Um, anytime I try to do any kind of like even a warm up or a drill on the rings, like swinging, I feel like I need shoulder surgery for like four <laughs> days afterwards. It makes it really hard to, to learn how to do a ring muscle up when you can't even really do the drills that you're supposed to do, uh, first. Super well, I, I had, um, we, we did ring muscle ups yesterday. So, um, so I'll do them. I don't do them often though. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of bring them out when you need to. And, and that's exactly. about it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, do you take your fitness outside of the box at all? And what kind of things do you, do you like to do outside of the gym? Do I take my fitness outside the box? Um, I don't know. I used to play a lot of golf, stopped completely. Okay. I haven't touched a club in five years, six years, which is weird because I live in South Carolina. You'd think you'd play golf all the time. Uh, but I just find that I don't have any interest in doing that if I could be in the gym uh, mm -hmm. working on fitness. Uh, we enjoy where we live. So boating. So this is not taking fitness outside the gym, but we enjoy boating in the water and all the things that go along with living down here. Um, that's, you know. Do you have a boat? Yeah. Yeah. What kind of, what kind of boat do you have? Um, it's a, uh, center console, 18 foot, you know, all around boat. It's got a ski, ski hookup and, uh, those kinds of things. So we just, we enjoy being out on it. Do you keep it in a Marina or do you have it at your house? We, we have, we live on the water. So we have it up on the dock, up on our dock. Nice. So, uh, cool. it makes it very nice for cocktail cruises. Just lower it down. And my wife and I can be on the, on the water in 15 minutes. Super easy. Yeah. Do you like dock up to restaurants and things and get cocktails? Yeah. And we, we have a few of those. Yes. I love it. I love it. My dad used to live in North Myrtle Beach, right on the intercoastal. So kind of understand that way of life. It's a lot of fun. Although exactly. we did, we rented a pontoon boat one time. And then like, I remember I had to park it at one of the restaurants and we totally got stuck. <laughs> yeah, that was, exactly. That was super fun. I had to get out and push. And I felt like my fitness, I was using my fitness outside the box that day. Cause I was able to push the boat out of the mud. There you go. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. All right. Well, this has been fun. I want to, one last thing I want to end with. Um, I always confuse you with um, Chris Henshaw. I, I get always. that a lot. 
I get that and a lot. I'm, I'm so glad that you get that a lot because I really thought that I was the only person that did that. I remember seeing you at MFC either the first year or the second year, and I was like, oh my God, guys. <laughs> and wait, I almost wait, did, like said something to you. I think did, one did year he was think, there. Did you think this podcast was with Chris? <laughs> right? I got it all confused. I'm like, darn it. Uh, yeah. I, from the very early times of my uh, CrossFit career, people would say, you know, you look a lot like Chris Henshaw. And in fact, now I say, no, he looks like me because I'm right. older. I'm I older actually, and, he, and he's never made the games. He's had plenty right. of <laughs> athletes there. He's, so, he gets, uh, but yeah, I get that a lot. Of, uh, you know, having people, I, I remember standing in a hotel in Madison at the lobby and a guy's walking by with his, with his girlfriend. I could hear him say, that's Chris Henshaw. So, <laughs> And another guy at a competition came up and wanted to talk to me about his marathon training and pacing. I'm like, wait, who who do you think I am? So that was it. Who's taller? I don't know the answer to that. I've never met Chris in person. Oh, really? No, no. Hoping to, but never have. Oh, we, we got to make that happen. Yeah, that would be super cool. Does he know about you? I have no idea. We'll have to to arrange that. I love it. This Christmas we were in um, Italy and we happened to be in Florence. And while we were there, Chris Henshaw posted a picture from Florence of a Christmas tree on the square next to the hotel where we were standing. I'm like, I say to Marissa, we've got to go out there and see if Chris is still there. He wasn't, but anyway. All right. So Scott says he's about five, nine. How tall are you? Five ten. So there you go. Another way. Gotta be <laughs> another way. You're better than him. I love it. Very cool. So when are you heading out to Fort Wayne? Oh, uh, we go up on that Thursday morning, and uh, okay. Then the you're competition flying? I think starts Friday. So yeah, be you're good. flying in, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Are you staying till Monday? We are fly out early Monday morning. Nice. Okay. Is your, is your wife coming with you? She is. Yeah, Marissa comes to these things all the time. She's um she's an Olympic weightlifter, so I go with her to her meets and she comes with me. I go to some of her meets and she comes with me to the big CrossFit meets. CrossFit. Oh, very cool. I I'd love to talk to her if you see me and she's around. Grab her for There me. you go. Okay. Right. Awesome. Well, it's been great to get to know you, Dave. Thank you so much for your time. And uh we'll see you in a couple of weeks. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks, Kat. All right. Sounds good. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining Clydesdale Media for today's episode. If you liked what you hear, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and make sure you hit the notifier so you're the first to know when new episodes are out. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time with Clydesdale Media.